Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. So today we are discussing doggy diets. So there are so many options for feeding our dogs today. It's actually a touch overwhelming. So we want to try to unpack some of the options, what the research kind of tells us about each one. So we're going to talk a little bit about raw diets, vegan and vegetarian, all the kind of different forms your food can come in. So canned, dehydrated, freeze-dried, freeze-dried raw, kibble, toppers, treats, and more. But before we dive into today's episode, I do want to start off the episode with a disclaimer that we are not nutrition or diet experts. We are not veterinarians. Y'all know this. We are just unpacking the world of dog diets, the world of dog food, and sharing some information we found through reputable online sources. Um, Always consult your veterinarian or another trusted dog professional if you're going to change your dog's diet. We are not giving you nutrition advice. No, no, (laughs) big bold letters, but we have fun talking about it. (laughs) So, um, all right. So have you ever imagined that there was so much to learn in the world of dog food? Cause it is incredible. The it's, it's like you, 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 you're, it's like a rabbit hole. You start as some like something and then you're like diving in deep anyway. So there are so many different types of proteins, different levels of quality. Um, so let's start by talking, uh, about our good old standard dog food. So what we all think of is a big old bag of kibble. Kibble. So what are the benefits of kibble? It's easy. It's convenient. Um, it's actually pretty good for their teeth. That like uh, the abrasion of the chewing can be good for like getting all the things moving up in the gum line. Um, shelf life obviously is a huge advantage to kibble. You don't have to worry about it spoiling. But what are some considerations or things we might want to think about if kibble is the route we're going, Ken's? Um, well, the ingredients, um, just like our human food, um, we should be looking at the ingredients and saying to ourselves, does this make sense? <laughs> Are the first four or five or six ingredients something I can pronounce? Um, if they're not, maybe that is a bit of a red flag. Um, Something that I never considered was the temperature the food is cooked at. So lower temperatures preserve nutrients better. Yep, that's a huge thing. And I feel like that's one direction that a lot of higher quality kibble brands have been moving towards and really advertising is what temperature they cook their food at and how they maintain that high nutritional value, even in a cooked kibble food. Um, And that leads me to say that brand really does matter. Quality matters. Um, there, There is the most garbage kibble, the most garbage. And then you have this big spectrum all the way to super, super high quality, probably more expensive kibble that has all the nutrients your dogs need. There's lots of super healthy kibbles out there, but there's also lots of super bad kibbles. So know what you're feeding your dog. Look up lots of stuff online. Read about it. Look at their ingredients. Um, Because kibble is not necessarily – it's not bad. There's just a very wide range of quality. Um, Do you want to name off a few brands that you like? I know you enjoy Open Farm, and that's what both your um, Marshall and your cat, Gerald, eat. 
Yes, I'm a big fan of Open Farm for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, Their ingredients being a big part of that, including how they source their ingredients. They definitely take a sustainability approach. They have a recycling program for their packaging, so I really like that. There's a lot of factors of why I chose chose Open Farm. From a high-quality perspective, some others that if I didn't go with Open Farm for all the other reasons, Neutron would definitely be high up on my list. Um, They definitely prioritize quality. um, And also, Akana probably be pretty high on my list as well from a kibble perspective. Um, But again, there's lots lots of brands. I like Neutron and Open Farm because they're Canadian, so it's nice to support Canadian brands. I don't know if Akana. They're probably American. Um, I don't know if they actually they might be out west. They might be a Western Canada brand. Anyways, I personally like to buy Canadian brands, so that's why I'm kind of familiar with those ones. Um, but yeah, a quick search online will tell you if um if foods have had, you know, a lot of recalls or if their quality isn't as good as maybe people thought. You can do a pretty deep dive online and and learn a lot. But let's move on to the next type of food. This one's definitely less common, um, but canned food. So canned food, many of the same benefits and considerations is what we said for kibble, but this can be particularly nice for adding variety to your dog's diet. Or if you have a picky eater at home. So if you have a pup who is refusing to eat, adding a little bit of canned food, um, I'm going to say high quality canned food, (laughs) to your dog's diet can just add up a little bit of a a mix. Um, I went through a bout where um, my partner's dog uh, wasn't eating his kibble and we decided, hey, like let's add in like a little bit of variety for him. So we bought a few high quality canned food and he started eating um, his every single meal twice a day um, just because we mixed it up for him. So that's just a a good example there. Or if you're trying to put weight on your dog, um, canned food is a really good, um, really good uh, additive to add um, to your dog's, uh, you know, meals um, just because they can't, they're a little more dense um, of a a food. Um, But they also have more water, which can improve with digestion, uh, can improve digestion and hydration. Um, Obviously, it's it's a wet, um, I want to say liquid, but not all of them are liquid. Some of them are like jelly, um, but it is wetter than kibble. So. It has way more water content than a kibble. Yeah. Obviously, a kibble, you've dried out all of the water in it. This is actually, I mean, not that we talk about cats very often, but um, oftentimes vets will recommend wet food for cats, particularly male cats, because keeping them super hydrated using wet food um, can prevent different urinary issues in cats. So we kind of like intermittently give our cat wet food. We call it his wet wet. <laughs> That's adorable. My Gerald needs his wet wet. <laughs> um, so we give him kind of intermittently so that um, he gets lots of hydration so we don't end up with any urinary issues. But let's move on to our last type of food of this half of the episodes. We're going to talk about dehydrated and freeze-dried food. So what are some of the benefits of these dehydrated freeze-dried options, Ken's? So firstly, they're pretty much ready to go. They're convenient and easy to use, uh, similar to kibble. Um, They're nice for camping and vacations um, because they're lightweight. All you have to do is add some water and boom, there you go. You've got, uh, you know, 
um, rehydrated meal for your dog. Um, since I do feed my dogs raw, um, I, when I do travel, I do bring freeze-dried um I call them their pucks, um, freeze dried pucks because they are just so easy. Again, yeah, you just bring, you know, uh, a couple a day for my small dogs and just add some water and it fills them up and is um, just as good as their, their raw. And traveling with raw is kind of gross depending on where you're going. Camping is not ideal with raw food. <laughs> so, um, but uh, also um, the addition of the water does give similar benefits to like the canned food because of the added hydration, um, and it just helps with digestion. Um, and it works well as a topper again, similar to the canned food, um, works great as a topper to add variety, uh, to your dog's bowl or add some fun for, um, you know, if you want to do some enrichment stuff with like a Kong, maybe, um, adding in some freeze dried food is really fun. Um, downsides is it, it can't be expensive, yeah, I mean, really, any high quality food is going to be relatively expensive. Um, I mean, it's all relative depending on what your budget looks like and how many dogs you have and the size of dog. But I know as soon as I start like splurging on like the different types of toppings for Marshall, I'm like, holy crap, this is so expensive. So um, that's definitely a consideration, but it is a really nice way to add some variety, maybe mix up proteins if your dog. If that's something you like to do with your pup, um, just give them like a really well-balanced diet. So we've covered off three types of food. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back to dive into some more controversial topics because, you know, we love those. We're going to talk a little bit about raw diets and vegan and vegetarian dogs. So stay tuned. <laughs> 